Charmed Life, a radio show discussing spirituality, magic, and the unconditional love of the universe. Thanks for tuning in. And I am your host, Trisha Carr. Welcome to today. I'm super excited about today. Another amazing show that is being co-created by all of you people, all of you souls, all of you beautiful beaming lights that are joining me today, what, however you're doing it. If you're joining um, live and by watching us on Facebook Outlet or Twitter, Periscope, or UBNRadio.com Channel 1, welcome. And if you are, you can call in 323-524-2599. And you can listen while you're on hold, so you don't have to, like, you know, disengage from the show. And also, you know, you can find us in the archives on YouTube.com slash Trisha Carr or on iTunes, Spotify, or iHeartRadio by searching Charmed Life with Trisha Carr. And, you know, like I say, if you're listening in the archive, you're co-creating this too. So I appreciate you. Because why? Because time and space is an illusion because we live in an infinite universe, a part of an infinite God essence. So thank you again. And I want to tell you about one thing before we start this incredible show, which is happening right before Halloween. Really cool, really fun. I love the lore of Halloween. It's really cool. Um, I want to tell you guys that just for about three days, this is Halloween 2018, that if you sign up for my Patreon community, patreon.com slash Trisha Carr, for the $22 level, then you can lock in your participation for the Archangels and Universal Laws class. It's a master class series of seven over seven months, a multi-part class every single month activating a universal law and our relationship and understanding with a particular archangel. Actually, there's going to be more than they're working with me. They're saying there's going to be some elemental nature spirit devas. There's probably going to be an ascended master here and there. Um, so <laughs> go check it out. You can actually find a description of the program at trishacarcharm.com slash AA hyphen UL. That's for Archangels and Universal Laws. And I also want to tell you that I have done some restructuring, some new offers on my website for my one-on-one services, and I'm really excited to share those with you guys. So check out check out all of that on trishacarcharm.com. And that's all I have to say about that stuff, because I'm too excited to welcome my in-studio guests. You know Hillary Michaels, medium, spiritual teacher, one of my very oh. first teachers and mentors. Hillary has brought on another exciting and beautiful guest introducing me to... So we have Hillary Michaels and we have Sibs Lawson. So welcome both of you. Thank you so much. Hello. Go ahead and get closer to your microphone, Sibs. Okay. There you. Thank you. Yeah, thanks for being here. So we are here, like I said, right before Halloween in a few days. I actually really kind of like the, like I say, the lore of Halloween, the mm-hmm. commercialism. I'm not. I don't really do much on Halloween. Mm-hmm. Sometimes I hand yeah. out candy. I don't usually because I don't think candy's good for kids, <laughs> and they're not interested in the things that I consider candy. <laughs> But, um, you know, I I really like what it actually means in the like the Catholic religion and the Mexican culture around it being All Hallows Eve. It's Celtic as well. Yes. Mm -hmm. So there's some really beautiful light aspects of it. And I don't know, the commercial side of it comes sometimes makes it a little either superficial or dark. And mm-hmm. it's not dark. The intention of it was never really dark originally, right? Mm-hmm. right. Isn't no. it winter solstice? Yes, yes. Sam, uh, Sam Hain. I, I don't know how you pronounce it, actually, mm-hmm. in the Celtic. That was just this past week. Yeah, correct. Uh, um, I think you need to get a little closer to the mic again. Thanks, Tony. <laughs> Got to be right in your face. We have Tony. Okay. <laughs> we have Tony Sweet, <laughs> who is producing the show today. I'm so excited. Tony Thank Sweet you, is Tony. the owner of UBN, and he has a show called Truth Be Told. Really awesome. You guys, it was a really cool show if you if you want to check it out. You can find it on YouTube, iTunes as well, and on UBNRadio.com. So um, anyway, Hillary, you actually have Catholic background too. So Oh, yeah. Yeah. So how do you— I'm a practicing Catholic. Yes, I love that. And I actually have—I'm saying this for—there's one particular person out there who's a client of mine mm-hmm. who's in her process of connecting with her abilities and her, you know— like career about it and she comes from Catholicism as well and loves her Catholic Catholic faith Mm -hmm. so I was like listen to this show because Hillary's going to be able to like hold that space and tell you yeah yeah it's okay (laughs) so I can tell you about it um I know it's weird that I'm a medium and that I'm also a practicing Catholic I go to church every week and I don't necessarily believe in everything that they believe in like the guy that stands up in front and gives the mass I probably have nothing in common with him (laughs) and we probably have very different views on life Um, But I do go and celebrate the Eucharist, and that's Mm -hmm. the reason I go. 
And the other reason is because Catholic Mass is very healing, and you can just go and sit in the congregation and receive the healing. Um, I was having some issues with depression. That's why I started going back, and it's completely gone since I've started back. So I just keep going because I don't want it to come back. Um, And then um, I've started doing other things like praying the rosary, Mm -hmm. and those things have been really helpful and really healing to my work and also for my life, you know, really helped me clear out all that junk Mm. that was um, from my past, you know, so... Well, you know, and I actually did a lesson this past year on the Lord's Prayer and how you can take those words are kind of, you know, they're old fashioned Mm -hmm. and some of the concepts maybe are a little old fashioned, but the energy behind it is Mm -hmm. true. There's a lot of energy behind it that's true. And you don't have to, you know, you don't have to think of God as a a man, you know, that's Mm -hmm. not, you don't, you don't have to use that part of it or think of it that way, that Mm -hmm. perspective, but like the rosary and the mass and everything. There is the intention behind that. There is decades and and millions of people who have connected their energy to it with the intention of healing. Right. So, you know, and love. Yeah. It works. And the the first time I went back to Mass, it had been 10 years or so since I'd actually gone to Mass because Mm -hmm. I'd been going through this spiritual transformation. And I didn't really think I belonged there since I started opening up my mediumship. So um, one of my spirit guides says, you need to go back to Mass because I was at a really low point where I wouldn't get out of bed and it was just really bad. So, um, So I went back and I noticed that during the Mass, right before they ring the bell, Um, when they're blessing the Eucharist. And right before the Mass, you feel like this breeze come through the church. And I... I feel that every single time, and I th- I only feel that when I bless my office space or my house, and I think that there's an angel or maybe even Jesus himself standing mm. up there blessing the congregation so that they're clear and they can receive the Eucharist. Wow. And that's the whole idea of receiving the Eucharist. Like when you receive it, you have to be clean of sin. You have to be clear. And so um, somebody's up there blessing you all. And, wow. and afterwards, like even then, I get a lot of um, chatter from my clear audience. Mm-hmm. And every after I go to mass the next morning, I don't have that chatter at all. It's completely gone. Everything's clear. Wow. It's all gone. It's energy healing. Yeah. Yeah. So and Jesus was an energy healer. Yes. <laughs> yes <he laughs> that's why he, that's yes, why he, he loves us all. Yes, yes, yes absolutely. Well, thank you for sharing all of mm-hmm. that. That's awesome stuff. I, th- and I, it makes me want to go back to church of some kind, at least once or something, just right. to experience that. Well, you can just go to a Catholic church and yeah. sit in the congregation. You don't have to take mass or anything mm-hmm. um, and just receive that healing. Mm-hmm. I mean, if you're struggling with something, it's worth going and trying. Just try it. Why not? Yeah. yeah. I'm here so. to attest to that. She gave yeah. me the advice as yeah, well. Yeah, I told her to I go to in, church, too. I went into a, a, um, a church over mm-hmm. by my job and just sat there for about an hour. And yeah. it was the most healing, mm-hmm. healing feeling. All my weight was just lifted. Mm-hmm. I could actually see the weight being lifted. Wow. You know? Oh, wow. Or a temple. You know what yeah. I mean? Like a mm-hmm. um, a Hindu, t- a Jewish, Jewish temple or a Buddhist mm-hmm. temple. All of those, again, they have healing energy and intention charged into them. Right. And we can connect with that human experience. And I think that's really important. It's just the fact that they have, it's just spirituality, mm-hmm. you know, and, and yeah. people there, they believe and, yeah. you know, and they all have good intentions and so much love there yes. that, you know, it is a place of healing. Mm-hmm. So, right. And it, I'm not a Catholic. Right. But I went in there anyway because I was battling depression. Mm. And when I went in there and sat there, I could actually see all of my problems just float right away. Oh, that's so beautiful. It's a amazing. hospital for, you know, your church is a hospital for you to for heal, for humans to yeah. heal. It's not like a house of saints or anything. I think that's what a lot of people think that, oh, I can't go to church. I'm not good enough. Or, mm. you know, I've done all these bad things. But it's th- it's there for you to go and heal. That's why it's there. Or they think... Oh, I don't, like you say, I don't agree with what they're saying, but you don't have to. I mean, you don't no. entirely agree with anyone that you spend time with. I don't think one single Catholic, <laughs> I know a lot of Catholics, and I, I know one, every single Catholic that I know believes in something different, and they all practice differently. You right. Know, so, Well, this one particular person, you know who you are, honey. <laughs> <laughs> she she was talking to, I think, a friend who's also Catholic, who felt, you know, she felt that she was open and she wouldn't judge her. And she mentioned charisms, which is something in the Catholic faith, mm-hmm. which is basically like the gifts of the spirit. The spiritual the, gifts. Yeah. yeah which, mm-hmm. or the, um, uh, what you call it? The, pro- gosh, what is it in Acts? I can't remember. It's the charismatic, I think, charismatic gifts mm-hmm. that we all so that we all have. Right. Um, but some people have different ones, and I mm-hmm. think one of those gifts was discerning spirits. Mm-hmm. And um, I think they're. Um, 
I think they're talking about um, people, like discerning people's spirits. But, Mm -hmm. I mean, why not use it for spirits, too, you know? Sure. Well, and again, if we, not that the Bible has to be like the, you know, this kind of measure of how we should live or that it's, it's, I think it's kind of silly to say that it's infallible because it's a book that Mm -hmm. men have written, (laughs) you know? But anyway, if we go by that, I mean, Jesus was a medium. Mm -hmm. I mean, the transfiguration, he was connecting with with God and and a Moses. lot of them were everyone was everyone <laughs> was, was connecting with God and yeah. and even with the woman at the well he he told her he said you have you've had five husbands and he told her all this stuff that she didn't even tell him yes and he was using he was mediumships <laughs> to do that so that's what I do every day so <laughs> yeah totally and Jesus supports me with that so. Well, anyway, that's I'm super excited to talk about that all day long. I talk about a million things with you guys all day long. But Sibs, why don't you tell us a little bit about your journey and your work? Because we entitled this show, well, Haunted Houses, A Real Haunted House. Mm-hmm. And also about having a relationship, like you're saying, Jesus talking with the woman with the five husbands, a relationship with your past loved ones, continuing that into the yes. afterlife. Yes. So you you really bring a lot of light and interesting story, and I haven't heard all of it. So go okay. ahead. I'm going to give it to you. Okay. Well, my name is Sibs Lawton, and um, oh, I said Lawson. That's okay. Lawton. Lawton. <laughs> anyway, um, my beautiful husband um, went home in 2015, mm-hmm. October 8th. So it just ha- just wow. passed the third year anniversary. Um, And when he went home, um, my children at the time were 15 and 16. Mm -hmm. And um, actually, I'm sorry, they were 14 and 15. And uh, it just hit them pretty hard. Mm -hmm. Um, My oldest son started having epileptic fits. Mm -hmm. And um, he went to the hospital three times. The school called the emergency three times. And my daughter, who had never had anxiety, started having anxiety fits. Um, I was taking him to the counselor. It didn't seem like anything was working. And um, just to preface this, my third eye opened as well. Mm-hmm. So I started having contact with my husband, and he started taking me on the journey, you know, <laughs> his journey from um, going to school and getting his healing mm. to going, to, uh, to going um, and working mm-hmm. and just learning different things, playing the guitar. So on anyway, the other side, on right? On the other yeah. side. Yeah. So I was having these things while my poor children were having all the, you know, the terror, mm-hmm. you know. And um, I went into Hillary School, which is a medium school, and it's a mentorship program. And she just she just suggested that I um, go to Catholic Church and also get some um, holy water. Mm-hmm. But she also pulled me aside and told me that my husband had came to her and had said that he needed to go home, mm-hmm. which hit me pretty hard because he wasn't crossed over. He wasn't crossed over. So what and is I the discrepancy there? How, what do you guys think the discrepancy there? If you if you experienced him going on a journey that where he he was, was going still to in healing, he hadn't even gone. He 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 was still at home because I felt his strong present. Yeah, I saw him bouncing around. I kept hearing him pounding on the walls. Right. I heard him jump on top of the roof. You know, and it, so he was maybe he uh, was fantasizing about. Still yeah, being at home, maybe, or helping out he with the, kids. I, I don't yeah. know. Just probably also trying to let us know that he's still there. Sure. So yeah. anyway, um, Hillary had told me that he hadn't crossed over and mm-hmm. that I should pray for him. Mm-hmm. So I did. You know, it took a couple of days. I prayed for him. And um, he did. That's another thing. He showed me that he did go home. Mm. He showed me the castle in the sky oh. and the streets full of gold <laughs> glistening. Cool. Um, and all of a sudden, the next day, my kids came out and they were talking just, you know, like normal. Wow. No more epileptic fits. Mm. It felt like the whole vibe of my house had lifted. And I think because when he was still there, I still felt all the sadness that he didn't want to leave us, you know, mm-hmm. and all the mourning and the pain that it was because we were a tight knit family when he he was our king, you know, um, to be without him was just inconceivable, mm-hmm. you know, so. He went home, um, but he did come back. But that did start my kids on their journey of healing Mm. just by letting him go home. Wow. Yeah. So so. after he passed, Sabrina, Mm -hmm. I remember there was a lot going on in your house, too. There was a lot. I had. tell us about that. I had a lot of uh, attachments because my husband, also to preface it, he was an alcoholic. So he he did pass away from liver disease. Mm -hmm. Um, So I guess in the meantime of our living and dealing with you know, the addiction, there was a lot of attachments in our house. I mean, they were deep. 
And so one of the things that Hillary had told me to do is to go to Catholic Church and get some holy water. Because even though I was praying, it was working, but I think it was my faith that didn't believe it. I needed something physical to help me out with that. So I went and I got a couple bags of holy water and I started spreading it through the house. And if I looked at my third eye, I can actually see my house getting lighter as I spread it through the house. Mm. And um, also I put it on my kids' heads. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And uh, I can actually see some of those attachments lifting and I start praying for them and I saw them start to cross over. That's amazing. I love how you guys are really ex- holding the energy that things like holy water, even you know, going to church or something like that, mm-hmm. it, those are all tools. And yes. it's like you said, it's about your faith. It's about your energy, right. strengthening your own intention. And having something like holy water as a physical tool, it makes sense because we're physical and we right. love being physical. Right. We're 90 90- whatever percent water right. <laughs> we're 95 percent water so it, it's a very healing even energy. taking showers yes even taking showers i noticed that things started you mm-hmm. know just kind of like melting off of me as well, i was in showers. water actually does cut energetic mm-hmm. connections um like electronic and energetic connections it will interrupt it correct yeah so, you know, um so i started doing that starting laying holy water down and little by little my my faith completely grew, mm. you know, because I saw that God was sending his angels in and he was clearing the house. Mm-hmm. And my kids to this day, they are doing better than I ever even thought that they would do. Wow. Mm-hmm. You know, they're going to school and they're working at the same time. Um, they're just growing leaps and bounds. And now they're young adults and you wouldn't even know that they were having those type of problems. How would you, either of you, suggest for people who are maybe having experiences like this, where they're having activity, to shift from the fear to that faith and understanding that you have absolute power, you know, light, light. Well, they have nothing to lose, even if they Mm -hmm. don't believe in God. They have nothing to lose just to pray for that person Mm -hmm. to cross over. Right. But to pray for your house, too. Pray for your house. That's another thing you were doing. You were praying for your house. You pray for the whole house. Ask God to bless it and clear it and help those souls who are sticking around, yeah. right? Get home. Get mm-hmm. home. That's the main part right there. Help yeah. them get home. Yes. And you know what? This came up in um, a conversation with several people who are, you know, mediums and everything. One person was posing. She had, she's like, I have this man, this ghost, basically, mm-hmm. in my work space. And he keeps showing up. And it's interesting because even people that aren't necessarily you know, working as open, they're just curious that they could actually see this person with their physical eyes. Mm -hmm. He had become so dense in the space that he was manipulating light. And so you could see him. And so she was saying, what does he want from me? What should I talk to him? And we're, and I was like, no. Yes. (laughs) So why? Pray for him. Pray for him. him. Pray for him. But interacting with them. Why? Hillary, you explain this, please. Okay. (laughs) Um, This is something that happens a lot with Mm -hmm. you guys that I work with and you're just opening up your abilities start going crazy and um, you start seeing a lot of stuff, especially um, earthbound spirits, which are hanging around your house because they're attracted to what you're doing and they want to kind of live vicariously through you. A few things about earthbound spirits, they will be attracted to people um, who are, and it doesn't mean you have to be an alcoholic, but drinking, like if you go to a bar and you drink, if they had an addiction in life, they will want to feel that through you. So they hang out with you if you're going to go drink. Mm -hmm. Also drugs, stuff like that. Um, and if you have like, um, depression or anything, you're probably going to see a lot of that earthbound activity or fear, fear. Mm -hmm. Um, so what you, what you do is, um, you don't want to talk to them if you hear if again, so we talked about this last time, clear audience, if you're hearing very clear audiently, because this is something that people, when they open up, they hear a lot, they hear very clear audiently. And a lot of my students will say that they just sat there and had a conversation with somebody and you don't want to do that because if you talk to the earthbound level spirits, they will just hang out with you. Like they won't go anywhere. If I mean, it's very lonely on that side. So they're just going to sit and hang out with you and listen to you talk to them and enjoy your company. Um, and what also happens is if you're doing mediumship, having that earthbound spirit with you actually blocks your ability to connect to the higher level. So it's important that you stay very clear. Um, and yeah, you need to just pray for them mm-hmm. and um, send them on their way. Don't talk to them, ignore them, just pray for them and ask for help. You can ask um, 
you can like think of the virgin mother. She's very good at clearing that stuff out or get a rosary and just wear it all the time. Um, you can pray the rosary. That'll really clear out your space and help you detach from that. And with Sabrina, she was going through a lot of trauma with the loss of her husband, and that was attracting a lot of earthbound spirits to her house. So we had to work to let that go, let mm-hmm. the, that trauma go, and help her to get in a better place. My, yeah, I had to raise my vibration. So she right. could get to, she could receive healing from the highest source, which she was receiving healing from the highest source, but we wanted to get more happy spirits and angels into her house. Because so. the thing is, when we pass, we're just a person without a body. Right. And the path of light is to continue. And so if we step off the path of light and we stay in that 4D without a body, it's just not a place to be. It's, and so that's why we don't enhance the, you know, by engaging with people. And the thing is that the people, that, the spirits that get earthbound, they're not all bad. Many of them are just mundane and they just didn't understand. They just have beliefs that made them think that they deserve to be punished. And so that's why they don't cross over. Some of them are just very neutral. But they still, but they're like Hillary said, they're bored and they're not helpful. They can't mm-hmm. help you if if they haven't crossed over and gone and continued the path of light, received healing. That's after they do that business, they can support us. Mm-hmm. If they're just a person without a body, then they can't help you. The people who can help you are the ones that have bodies <laughs> because they are potentially still on the path of light because that's their that is their destiny. They're living their their cause, which is to be in the physical body. But if you pause in that dimension then you've stepped off the path of light and you can't mm-hmm. help does that make sense to you guys did yes, i say that does. in a way that makes sense so that's why we don't enhance their experience there the most i ever do and i and when i have like my, my guides have permission to tap me on the shoulder and say okay support this spirit and crossing over if i speak to them i don't really speak to them it's sort of like in my mind it's like i'm not paying them any attention and i'm just speaking if you saw the light, that was real. There's no punishment. It's only, you know what I mean? I'm just mm-hmm. kind of speaking the truth, but I'm really holding the space within the base. For me, again, it's like I'm in a light bubble or column. And then, you know, but a lot of times I just don't. I just pray, like like Hillary said. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if they cross over because it's not necessarily my business. Every now and again, my guides will tell me, hey, they did cross over, but mm-hmm. it's or not my business. you can see it sometimes. Yeah, sometimes you experience you it, and that's really see awesome. It, yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, usually what I do is I just pray to the angels mm-hmm. and I just pray that they see the light. Yes. That's it. I don't talk to them. Right. And that's and, and that's what I say. Absolutely every single time you can just pray. Mm-hmm. And it, what I kind of think of the prayer as in case cuz some folks you know they they do they they've come into their awakening and they don't realize that prayer is still a tool and it isn't yeah. religious. Right. Because mm-hmm. people tell them that what we do and what we're experiencing is, is a bad thing. Right. Yes. And it's a curse. And you do not want to do that. You want to pray that away. Mm-hmm. You know, but it is a tool. But yeah, but prayer is a tool even for folks who aren't religious. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like who are more, yeah, they, they, maybe they don't enjoy Catholicism or, or some other kind of organized faith in any particular form you know a lot of people come from the church who are like i do too and they actually need healing from their experiences in the church they do (laughs) and so unfortunately something like prayer may be something that we have to redeem Mm -hmm. back into our experience Mm -hmm. take it back take it back and and uh, reprogram yourself to realize that's a gift that god gave us and Mm -hmm. we need to use it every single day i think of prayer as affirming the path of light Mm -hmm. just placing your awareness there because when we place our awareness somewhere it expands correct and that will help though if it's an earthbound spirit to come into awareness and i was asking once because i crossed my father over when he passed Mm -hmm. i was asking like why are we involved in that and my guides i don't remember exactly who said well because they are kind of obsessed almost fixated obsessed with the physical still and Mm -hmm. they shouldn't be it's kind of a sickness for them. It is a sickness for them. So they're obsessed with it. So we have their attention because they're, like Hillary said, trying to live vicariously through them. Mm-hmm. So we act as an anchor here to be able to point them where they're supposed to go. Yeah. And it's not always like alcoholics or no. that get stuck here. A lot of times it's family members who don't want to leave their loved ones, like Correct. Sabrina. Yes, um, like my husband. Your husband didn't want to leave you. He didn't want to leave the kids he when he, he saw like, my son having an epileptic 
fit. He yeah. He's didn't like, why should I leave? Right. And he doesn't know that he can't. He, he you know, can't again, do the beliefs. Anything. Right. We, we're conditioned away from what what it actually what actually does happen. Most mm-hmm. people, or I don't know if it's most. I can't quantify it. But some people don't have any specific beliefs, and when they pass, it just starts happening naturally. And they had no idea. Right. They didn't have any beliefs that included it. But they didn't maybe have any beliefs that really excluded the truth about our He did path. not believe. Right. At all. And so he probably thought, like my father, because my father's alcoholic, that he was going to hell. Oh, right? Mm-hmm. If he believed in anything, that was the thing yeah, he, had, I, he had heard. I think he was just numb at the whole thought. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, I assume it must have been one surprise to him. Yeah. <laughs> you know? <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> That's probably why he was banging on the walls and, and, and stumping on the roof to tell us that he was still around, yeah. you know? Didn't know he wanted to help. Well, not only that, he just wanted us to know that he was he was there. I mean, yeah. it must have been a shock to him. Imagine how frustrating it is because yeah. it's just that you don't have a body anymore. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's just so then, you know, you can't really be what that spirit, the makeup of it, mm-hmm. is supposed to be. Mm-hmm. Right. So it doesn't. Yeah. I, so I do actually have a lot of compassion for Earthbounds because I recognize that it must be lonely and it must be frustrating and scary and all kinds of stuff. Mm-hmm. But the way we execute that compassion best is by praying. The only thing we need to help them with is helping them to continue back on their path. Correct, mm-hmm. in the crossover. Mm-hmm. But a lot of them are into tormenting you, so they're not into listening to you. So you, that's why you so don't you talk just, to them. Just pray for them. Just mm-hmm. pray for them. Don't even bother. Don't even think about it. Just say, okay. Mm-hmm. Send you angels. Keeping you, get, holding get you, you down, keeping you from raising your vibration so you can see the higher levels mm-hmm. and not the level down below because mm-hmm. that, that's what Hillary worked with me, with me on is raising my vibration mm-hmm. you know I was in grief and when you're in grief you're way down low you know so everything that's down low is going to be attached to you mm-hmm. and they're going to make your grief even worse mm-hmm. so the best thing to do is to try as much as you can and it takes little steps at a time to try to raise your vibration because now you're seeing spirits where you're dealing with the angels mm-hmm. that are all in the light and love and you and they begin to you begin to feel their love they're already giving it to you mm-hmm. but then you begin to feel it and it starts to transform your life and, and you do that manifest. with prayer yes yes. <laughs> yes you do with prayer and meditation and, and meditation yeah. and that's clear another, it all out i mean honestly thing. yeah when i meditate it's between you know um the experience of Either on being on a journey, you mm-hmm. know, where I'm ex- experiencing on the spirit side and receiving energy and, you know, relating or just mm-hmm. being in the space of no thought, right. or, you know, yes. and then actually activating my intention through prayer. It's through kind prayer. of in and out. Yeah, it's you know? an in and out thing. Mm-hmm. And meditation is really great if you when you're able to get to that level mm-hmm. that you start to see, you know, the spirit world mm-hmm. and it, it just strengthens you because, you know. You actually get to see with your eyes, well, you with your third eye, your mm-hmm. inside eye, mm-hmm. um, and it it just it just helps the healing process because you begin to believe, mm-hmm. and if you start to believe, then everything starts to manifest in your life. Mm-hmm. You know, yes. so I love meditation. It is the most healing tool that I have. It is definitely. It is fundamental. I it's fundamental to people who are spiritual seekers or in, of the spiritual experience, but everyone is spirit. Mm-hmm. So I really, truly believe that. I mean, I say when we say meditation, also prayer. So I kind of just call it the devotional time. Mm-hmm. Is really prime. It's fundamental to living a connected life, mm-hmm. living. Um, a life where yes do (laughs) absolutely because sometimes after I have my session of being in meditation and prayer then maybe I journal and maybe I channel you know Mm -hmm. some of the messages that came through or I do some reading or maybe you know do some oracle cards whatever you know Mm -hmm. so the whole space of it is it's but it's so important because like that experience that we're describing there like that time in the bible it says in your closet you know that that is just not a part of the 3D unevolved experience. You're ripped away from yourself by a schedule that, you know, tells you you don't deserve sleep because that's not what successful mm-hmm. and responsible people do. That's crazy to right. me that we sacrifice something like sleep yes. or meals because we're trying to meet some sort of standard, something outside of ourselves. Or your feelings. Yes, mm-hmm. your, of course. Your, your emotions, your feelings. Mm-hmm. You're not supposed to do that as well. So all the things that are supposed to help you grow in life, you're supposed to ignore. Yes. You know, walk around being tired. 
You're not supposed to have any emotions. You're not supposed to feel. But I feel like God gives us these tools. It's like our GPS mm. in mm-hmm. life, you know. Um, pay attention to them because they're they're going to tell you when you're doing something wrong or you're going down a path that doesn't feel right, mm-hmm. you know. So, yeah, l- regular being in, they call it the matrix, but being in regular life mm-hmm. is uh you definitely have to re reprogram yourself. Yes. Uh, when you start to be more spiritual. When you realize you can be in the matrix and but you but you have to be there and you always have to be connected with you. Mm-hmm. And that's what that devotional time affords you is that really strong that touchstone. If you visit it all the time, I always say if you started a new relationship, a new romantic relationship. You wouldn't ex- expect that experience, that relationship to grow if you didn't spend quality time together right. and quantity time, and quite quantity frankly. Time, yeah. Correct. You, you just have to. But then you could, after a certain amount of time of building that relationship, you can experience each other all day, right. even if you're not side by side, because you have the the connection in your heart. You need that. Con- we need that connection with ourselves and also yes. with God. You know, with that. Yes. With the the universe. Yes, and it all. Is, mm-hmm. If you spend, like you said, the devotional time with yourself, mm-hmm. it all comes into play. And that helps you know? people with their empathic nature too. If they if they're highly sensitive or um, you know an empath, and they're sponging from others mm-hmm. because when you're sponging from outside, you know, energies, thoughts, emotions, and stuff like that, then you don't know who you are. You can't feel yourself anymore. But if you go and spend that concentrate, that will shift that bad empathic function, you know, when it's turning inside out. Because we're not, we aren't made broken to where I'm an empath. That means that I just sponge everything, all of the, you know, emotional bacteria in life. Yes. That's not how, that's not how you're made. It's a habit that you didn't realize you had developed all through your life mm-hmm. with the thing that is meant to be a powerful tool. Mm-hmm. If you spend time, it's like the Really, if you're an empath and you feel like, I don't know how to shift this experience of sponging other people's emotions, sitting in your devotional time will continue to enhance your light, your experience of yourself to where it it can't get in. You can be aware of it. And then when you're aware of it, you don't have to bring it into your energy body or your, your emotional body. You become aware of it so that you can intensify your healing your vibration toward that and that's you know to to see their path of light to hold their space for them that's what the tool is meant to be Mm -hmm. but intensifying who you are fundamentally by spending time in that devotional time apparently it's turned into that's what you do you sit in your house you pray and all the spirits go away that's all you do that's That's all you do that's correct (laughs) shows over forever yeah meditate and pray <laughs> wow. Oh my gosh, that's really So what are some I'm sure people are curious though. <laughs> Not that we are bringing attention to the the aspect. See, I don't even want to say that it's dark. It was just something that your husband was experiencing. Yes, it it, you know? it, it the um it wasn't dark. No. It was just him staying there. It's not that big of a deal. Earthbound right. spirits and people without yeah. bodies are not that they're big just, of a deal. They're no. normal people. They have the, <laughs> yeah. their same person, same character, same personality. It's just that they're there and they're also, I think they're a lot stronger. I'm not, you know, I'm not quite sure for, you know, but you feel them more and it feels more heavy. Well, because you they know? have to, he's, because he doesn't have a body, he's kind of like wrenching up yes, that energy a lot. Wrenching it up. And so you can only feel him. Yeah, you can only feel him. He's and not it physical. just made us cry all the time. Mm-hmm. I mean, I lost, I tell you, I lost about 30 pounds. Mm. I was happy on one side. <laughs> Very happy. But, you, you know, I knew it that way. No, and I knew it wasn't going to stay, and it didn't. Mm. You know, as soon as he left and I started to heal, the weight came down. <laughs> <laughs> so I had to buy other clothes again. <laughs> I was so happy for for a second to be in You're all those sick. single digits, you know. Really sick but skinny. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I had a friend and she was like, she lost a lot of weight. And one of her friends was like, are, I just want to ask you, are you okay? I mean, I just you've lost a lot of weight and I just... I mean, I don't know. I don't want to say it, but you don't have cancer or something like that. And my friend was like, you think I have cancer? I'm skinny enough to have cancer? <laughs> she's totally joking. She's, <laughs> she's hilarious. Anyway, I would yeah. like to laugh here, yeah, too. Yeah, yeah. It was nice being in that size. It was like I was in high school. The again. ghost diet. Yeah. <laughs> you don't want it. No, you don't want it because it's not real. Yeah. It's definitely it's not, not like, real. Not, no. Just like ghosts. It's not yeah. real. It's not <laughs> real. It'll be soon gone. As soon as, uh, you know, the fog lifts and the heaviness lifts. Everything comes back. The heaviness comes back. Yeah, your appetite (laughs) comes back even more, you know, so because you're so happy now. Yeah. 
that you're just eating everything. I know that you know it's funny to me when when people they talk about gaining weight after, when they have a breakup. I would always lose weight because I yes. didn't I didn't want to connect with life because right. I was depressed. Right. Yeah. Mm. But anyway, we're on a thing. Um, <laughs> so um, it, how else can we talk about prayer? Because I've had when I've been teaching prayer, I will have a student ask me afterward. I don't know how to say prayers because mm-hmm. I've, you know, I'm not religious and I don't have a religious background. So this idea that it's some kind of speech or some kind of thing, I mean, obviously like the rosary is, but it's it's on its own, just the words without any feeling. That doesn't really make sense. So talk about that. You know, stuff. I didn't really, you know, I had been out of practice of praying. So mm-hmm. the only thing I could do when I needed protection was say the Lord's Prayer. Mm-hmm. Yeah. For a while. If you don't know the Lord's Prayer, it's very simple. You just say, you know, God, please, whatever you want. And mm-hmm. to clear your house, you say, God, please clear this space and fill it with love and light. And please send angels and please heal the space. If you want healing for yourself, you say, God, please heal my my heart and my soul and please heal my body. Mm-hmm. Um, it's very simple. It's just you're just sending up a request. Mm-hmm. And that's, that's it. Very, very simple. That's it. And if you don't like the language of God, you could say the universe or source energy. Source energy. It's all the same stuff. It's, all the same yeah, stuff. Same deal. Yes. Or you could just say uh, light. Mm-hmm. You know? And I connect also because I, I basically I, I teach nature, you know, Mm -hmm. and uh, Gaia, um, like basically a teacher of Gaia's experience as well. And so I think of it as the ecosystem, which is the same thing as saying the universe, Mm -hmm. you know, the collective good. Mm -hmm. And -hmm. every time we send out that request, as Hillary was saying, that's just like a seed of Mm -hmm. like a seed has a shell, obviously, but it has energy inside of it, which is the thing that actually eventually cracks open the shell and becomes something that's formed. But there, it's non-physical. Mm-hmm. It's just basically love. It's just life force energy. Right. And when the, the seed is intensifying its energy, that signal goes out. It's like the prayer. Mm-hmm. And every single time the ecosystem meets it mm-hmm. to nourish it and help it to co-create because the ecosystem needs it, needs right. that to be able to have the flow, the right. intention. Because, we're again, we're all one. So we we're need every one. single person. So Yes. Exactly. Our love, the love in our hearts, the love in our soul is is dest- not just destined. It just does manifest. So your prayers just are answered. Yes. When we have prayers that are kind of, you know, if we have details about them that we don't see that they're being created, manifested, that's because our highest good is always our base prayer. You and that's always, always pray for your highest good mm-hmm. because if it isn't in your path and you're asking God to put you on your path mm-hmm. and it's something that you want, like winning the lottery or something like yeah. that. <laughs> or that becoming a not, medium. Yeah, that may not manifest, <laughs> you know, because that's not your path or that's not what God would want for you, you know. Um, God would serve you. God is always going to um, give you what you ask for as long as it's good for your salvation. Mm -hmm. So I'm sitting here as a medium going to church every Sunday. God has decided that this is for my highest good because I went to church and I prayed about this and I said, God, if this is not what you want me to do, take it away and give me something else. Like Mm -hmm. I could do web design. That's what I went to school for. (laughs) But um, if you pray for whatever it is that you're wanting with your life, God will always meet that as long as it's good for your salvation. Mm-hmm. But you can pray for whatever you want. It just may not come true if it's yeah. not good for you. He's going to you, give you whatever it is that's going to touch as many people as, mm-hmm. as possible. That's going to bless as many people and bless yourself. And at, Or another way to look at it again is you know, like your higher self. Because mm-hmm. your higher self is your connection to mm-hmm. the source, to source energy. And your higher self is always – your higher self is actually – organizing the experience of time, which time is always perfect, but we can't see Mm-mm. with our physical orientation what is the perfect timing. And we get, you know, in rejection of what's happening now, rejection of ourselves, judgment of ourselves. The higher self is always organizing it, keeping mm-hmm. things from you, even if it is on your path, until you're you're properly aligned with it. Your higher self knows that you know, you, who, what energy, what development of yourself that you want to bring to right a desire or a goal or an experience. Mm-hmm. So if you're becoming a medium or, you know, say a professional medium, because anyone can be a medium, mm-hmm. yes, <laughs> but if you want can. it to be a professional medium and the path, the timing that it takes, there is just growth and your higher self or God knows that you have in your soul to be a certain development before you get. So it could come overnight, but we actually don't like things to come overnight because no, it's, overload. it's hard. Yes. It's overload. <laughs> it's yeah. hard on your body. Mm-hmm. And, um, 
you scary. freak out too. It's scary. You freak yeah, right out. That's what happened to me. This it's is like, too fast. Whoa. <laughs> I can't do that. I actually had, I was in this place of trying to find the, you know, the light and trying about a particular like experience of, you know, something I want to manifest, some way that I want to grow. And I'm like, you know, I'm feeling resistant, all that kind of stuff, telling myself that I have to pray away resistance and I have to. And so I, I had a couple of dreams and one well, I was not just a, in my dream state. I was working with my spirit guides. Mm-hmm. And so in this one experience, I was there was this vortex and I was being pulled down into it like falling backwards, you know, like you're falling into a lake backwards. And what this vortex was doing was stripping me of my resistance. Hmm. And it was overwhelming. It wasn't scary, but it was really overwhelming. And I went through it twice. And the second time I went through it, I said out loud, oh, God, no. (laughs) (laughs) And my poor husband (laughs) woke him up. (laughs) What are you doing? (laughs) And he said, like, the next morning, we didn't talk about it until the next morning. And he was like, what was that? And I didn't know. I said, oh, God, no. And it's just weird because that's not even the kind of language I would typically use. But mm-hmm. he said it was very clear. You said, oh, God, no. Oh. And he said, I didn't know. He goes, I thought maybe something came through the dimensions and it was in the room. So I was like looking around. <laughs> <laughs> Never do that again. And I, said, I said, well, no, it wasn't. It was actually not scary. I just fell into a vortex <laughs> that stripped my resistance. And he's just looking at me like. Okay. okay, that's all right then. <laughs> Crazy. <laughs> My poor husband. <laughs> so like you're saying, it was too, it was overwhelming. It yes. wasn't too much. I did, I actually got what I wanted and I felt less resistance the next day, but it was a pretty intense experience. I don't want to do it every day. Yeah. <laughs> I don't even know if I want to do that once a year. <laughs> no. It is pretty cool though. It is yeah. pretty cool when you go through these things. Yeah. You're just like. But I it's not sustainable could, to do it all I the time. I wish I could figure out how to write this down and or in a commer- you know, in a movie form so I could show people what is going on, you know? I think that's it's I think that's happening. There are yeah. a lot of people who are bringing that to media. Right. They yeah. should because mm-hmm. some of the stuff that they put on like Ghost, mm-hmm. the movie Ghost mm-hmm. to me is at the last part of it where he says that, you know, he's getting ready to go away. Mm-hmm. To me that is pretty accurate that's what happened with you pretty much yes that's what happened with me and the avatar Mm -hmm. you know of yourself um in a spirit form Mm -hmm. is pretty close to what it really looks like yeah Mm -hmm. you can tell when they've consulted with mediums mediums Uh uh-huh yeah yeah because that's you know that's what happened with me i kept seeing my husband with the two kids when they were real little you know um my son would have been three and my little girl would have been two Mm. and he's holding my little girl's hand and he's holding my son in his arms and he just kept showing me him picking them up and kissing them picking them up and kissing them as he walks through the hall you know i was like i i could not believe it you know i was trying to enjoy it but at the same time i was like oh my god is this really happening wow you know sure so to me that movie it, it depicts what kind of really happens between people when they have that epic moment, mm-hmm. you know, between them and their loved ones. And on the other side, actually, I was talking about this the other day with the same people about what when we were talking about how you don't connect, you don't negotiate with earthbound spirits. Right. And I was saying that it is unfortunate that there are TV shows like Medium and Ghost Whisperer and everything where the spirit comes to you and says, I have unfinished business and I can't cross over. And then they partner with the medium to figure out the crime. And it's like, no, they can't help you. Mm-mm. They couldn't figure out how to not get murdered. No. <laughs> yes. Not any different yes. now. Yes, they don't come to you and say, well, Lisa, it's not my experience. Right. They may come on your side of your bed and look at you, but mm-hmm. they're not, you know, they're not, be, they're not going to be conversing with you, telling you how to, you know least that's not my experience maybe it is for other people but well, it's not my experience if they cross like you know if they cross over then they can probably then they come. can help yeah, yeah then exactly. they can you could hear them clearly mm-hmm. and you there's know. no such thing as unfinished business before i cross over right. i mean you they could be having that experience but it's not the truth they mm-hmm. need to cross over right they need to cross over the business didn't get finished by the time the body <laughs> finished well, on, <laughs> on top of it we For me, we all come here for a specific reason, Mm -hmm. and maybe that's the role that they needed to play, or the person Mm -hmm. that may have off them, maybe that's the role that they needed to play so they can learn a lesson. So to me, it's, yeah, there isn't any unfinished business. Right. It's just how they went. 
Exactly. In order for them to go home. Mm -hmm. And to have the experiences, Mm -hmm. right? Because Mm -hmm. we create everything in this life and we want to have certain experiences. Mm -hmm. You know, the people who are in our lives who cause us, uh, well, they don't really cause us, but we have the perspective that they are are our abusers or Mm -hmm. they are our oppressors. They're actually playing a really important role. And it's Mm -hmm. very brave on the soul's perspective. It's very brave. Yes, it is. And I see that for the people in my life now. And I can that's very healing to be able to kind of be in that moment of creating that soul contract where Mm -hmm. it's like, you're going to be the person that abuses me. I mean, that's wow. From that perspective Mm -hmm. to be really forgiveness. Sure. But gratitude, you know, right. Right. To those people. Right. And if you don't want, you know, once you learn that lesson, it's done. Yeah, Yeah. it's done. Yeah. And, you know, you can't learn that lesson as a soul when we're in heaven. So you do come down here to, you know, to Mm -hmm. learn the lesson and you do make agreements with those that are in your soul group Mm -hmm. that they are going to play certain roles. So it's a whole different perspective. You know, (laughs) (laughs) you are actually now um, a professional. Yes, I am. And so how long have you been? How, how I mean, this this whole experience led to you start studying to, with Hillary and yeah, starting yeah. to give mediumship circles mm-hmm. and starting mm-hmm. to give readings. Um, it's been about a year now. Mm-hmm. Well, you're solid. Yeah. Great. You know, it's been about a year and a half since, you know, I, I really started taking the class with mm-hmm. Hillary. Um, but it's been about a year solid that I've been giving readings. That's amazing. Mm-hmm. But that's a really quick journey if you think about it, because yeah. it's like a year or year and a half mm-hmm. from the time that the third eye opened and all of the experiencing with your husband. Mm-hmm. And I mean, it's pretty great because we are this naturally. So it doesn't really actually, again, like to be a professional or to be someone who is a healer. We already are that. Right. It's just getting in the pieces of the puzzle of making it yeah, a 3D and business. I, and the reason why I did it is because the pain was so great yeah. with my, myself and my children. I just wanted to help, help people others. just relieve them, you know, relieve that pain just for a little bit. And just to let them know that love doesn't end. Mm. Your, your loved one has survived. Mm-hmm. You know, you will get to see them again. And, and that's you, what I wanted to do with my readings. And you carry and you carry on a relationship with your husband now. I do. That is obviously light because he's I still no see him. <laughs> he, his uniform is the same uniform he wore here when he'd go to work every day. His white T-shirt, his jeans, his <laughs> Levi's um, and his necklace. Mm. <laughs> and, it, and he had long hair. So he, he either have his hair in a ponytail or he had it down. Mm. Um, he bore it down when he was going out to a party, so I always know he's at a party <laughs> when his hair is down. <laughs> so, you know, yeah, I see him every day. Um, he helps me every day with my readings, um, and uh, I sleep with him every day. Mm. I can see him walk to the, his side of the bed, lay down, and roll over. Wow. You know. That's um, beautiful. Yeah, it's amazing. I like how you, you said, you know, with the avatar, because obviously he's spirit, mm-hmm. but your relationship with him still activates imagery, at, you know, an avatar, an experience of him right. that was his physical form. Right, and it, that, that part I don't really quite understand whether they forget or not, but I do have pictures of him. Not everywhere, just the normal pictures I always had. So I'm not sure if, you know... As if they, they go forget, up high, yeah. as they go up higher, do they change? And, you know that part I don't really understand too much. But yeah, he could see himself all the time, so he knows how I'm supposed to see him. You know. Well, what I think it is, well, because it's always a co-creation, and mm-hmm. so it's you translating his energy. Mm. I mean, he's we're all multidimensional, right. and so there are aspects of us on, on you know all of the dimensions. Mm-hmm. There's expressions of ourselves, and so it is actually his energy connecting with your energy and translating it, and oh, it's it's beautiful. That's well, you yes. just think about any conversation. Actually, you don't necessarily hear, you don't experience everything that the person intended 100 percent because you're co-creating an energy by having the conversation that's correct same thing yeah that's interesting (laughs) (laughs) and so you you carry on basically your marriage and your your family life i ask him all the time well what do you think about this with 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 my daughter Mm -hmm. you know should i let her go to this party or should i you know should caden uh go ahead and go to UC Davis or what do you think about this? And and he answers me, Mm. you know, he's still co-parents with me. Wonderful. It is awesome. Who would have thought, you know, you know, three years ago I was devastated. Mm -hmm. I'd have never thought that I still would be able to have a relationship with my husband. Mm -hmm. Never in the wildest dreams, you know, it's beautiful. And I know Hillary does as well. Mm -hmm. 
Beautiful stories. I think Mm -hmm. that we were meant to meet each other, even though when my third eye opened up, I came in there like a crazy person, you know, (laughs) because I was seeing everything. And um, first thing she said was that she she had lost her husband as Mm -hmm. well and that she still sees him every day Mm -hmm. and she still feels like she's married to him. And that was the best thing I ever heard. Yeah, because I wasn't, you know. I love my husband, and he died at 51, and I'm 51 now, but um, he was the love of my life. So young. So to still be able to have a relationship with him and to still be able to consult him is pretty much a blessing. Beautiful. Mm-hmm. That Those are beautiful experiences, and we, we're almost out of time, so I would love for Hillary to talk about what you have coming up. Sure. Tell everyone how they can be in touch with you, and then Sibs you as well. Okay. Mm. Great. So I will be in Seattle in two weeks. Woo-hoo. My <laughs> class in Seattle is almost sold out, so please sign up. Um, I also have classes in Las Vegas and in L.A. You can sign up on my website, laspiritualarts.com. It's the beginner mediumship class. It's all day. Lunch is provided. It's so much fun. Mm. We just did it in Phoenix uh, three weeks ago, and everyone loved it. So please come. Please sign up. It'll be awesome. LASpiritualArts.com. Yes. I highly recommend Hillary. Like I said, she was the well. She was the first. Per, I think you were you were my second kind of teacher. No, I guess you were my first teacher because I had some coaching before you, distance coaching. Hmm. But you were my first teacher. Yay. You were my first mentor. So I, it, I walked in and Hillary's like, I, I was like, I guess I'm kind of an animal communicator, and she's like, you're a medium. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, that's exactly what she said. And if you want to be a professional medium, you could be a professional medium. Yeah, <laughs> it's gonna take some work, but you could do it. And then tell everyone about your website and your services, how they can be in touch with. You, um, you can contact me at Sibby Lawton, S-I-B-I-L-A-W-T-O-N, at, um, dot com. Mm-hmm. And you can email me at Sibby Lawton dot, um, at gmail.com. And uh, I do mediumship uh, readings for you and psychic readings. And uh, sometimes I do. You can look at the website for my mediumship uh, circles. I think you would be really great at providing if anyone is having the experiences in their home and needs mm-hmm. spaces clear. Go ahead and email me. Yeah, even and if I you're have not no problem giving advice. And you don't have to have a medium come to your home. It's actually better if you do it yourself. Right. Allow you know the tools and everything, and because then you can activate it. If a medium, this is the thing people think like, oh, a psychic or a medium, she came and cleared my house, but it didn't stick. And it's like because no, it's you your need to energy. Do it yourself. Yes, <laughs> you have you to need, shift your energy. Yes, you have to shift your energy mm-hmm. of the house. And, and you, you have to ship your energy. Yeah, you have mm-hmm. to raise your vibration. Mm-hmm. Because if you raise your vibration, you'll no longer see those things at the lower vibration. I always think of just it can't as connect. like yeah. I always think of it as like you're riding on a road. Mm-hmm. You know, and you if just you're shift ride- to a different road. Yeah, yeah, if you're riding on the lower bumpy road, that's you're gonna see everything on that lower bumpy road. Yeah. You know, so Yeah, that's the dimensionality. Yes. You just shift to a different you just dimension. Shift to a higher Doesn't dimension. Matter. You know? Yeah, because everything is here and now. Mm-hmm. So I mean like all of the potential dark stuff is available to us we just don't have to experience it that's how energy works you don't have to see it anymore yeah well what a great show thank you guys both for coming thanks for having us we will have their websites and uh, in the notes of the show whether you're watch it on youtube or listen on um a a podcast outlet and well happy halloween everyone happy halloween yeah i'm Mm -hmm. giving candy okay good for you (laughs) (laughs) i know sorry i didn't mean to be judgmental like you should be candy (laughs) of course you can (laughs) well thank you all for joining me today thank you hillary thank you sibs Mm -hmm. and uh, we will see you again next week thanks for tuning in i love you whoever you are.